This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Greg Kelly Show. Every network right now feasting on George Santos, congressman, expelled, not even a year, a freshman, a freshman, how did Malia Takas vote? Did she vote against him? I hope not. Yeah, they probably did. They all do. They all take their orders. Uh, he was, uh, although I like Malia Takas in some ways. So uh, you, you're not that important a guy. Not that important. But I guess he's a very fascinating figure. What is he going to do next? We will uh, We will see. I've never seen a media uh, kind of mob like that. I don't think ever. About 500 reporters with cameras running down the steps of Capitol Hill as he was leaving uh, the Capitol for the last time, for the last time. Um, all right. Did you hear about what's going on in Florida with the, this is kind of, uh, ooh, this is, uh, this is one juicy story. Police investigating Florida Republican Party chair over alleged sexual assault. But the details, ooh, all right, you ready for this? Politico. The Sarasota Police Department is investigating Florida Republican Party Chair Christian Ziegler, whose wife co-founded the conservative parents group Moms for Liberty following allegations of sexual assault. According to a heavily redacted police report obtained by Politico through a public records request, the alleged incident took place on October 2nd at a home in Sarasota, and the victim filed a complaint two days later. The documents omit details about the victim's statement to the authorities, but do include the words rape and sexually battered. Um, now, here's where it gets uh, pretty wild. I mean, that's bad, right? But it's just an allegation. It's just an allegation. We'll see. Uh, but here's where you're going to get thrown for, uh, well, who knows what. A lot of people are clicking on this story. Ziegler is married to Bridget Ziegler, a school board member in Sarasota County and Moms for Liberty co-founder. The group has risen to prominence. Um, and, uh, well, the allegation is goes on to say that the complainant, the accuser, well, she was in a sexual relationship with the couple, with Mr. and Mrs. Ziegler, for a year. They would have threesomes, allegedly. Okay, and uh, you have the left saying, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? A mom's for liberty, one of those conservative soccer moms, and she's doing this. Oh, this is the this is such hypocrisy. This is the worst thing in the world. How and they're all laughing, of course. Ha 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 laughing. Right. Well, um, hold on a second. Number one. Let's uh, sexual assault is obviously wrong. And if there was any of that going on, we hope it's discovered and prosecuted and all that stuff. Right. But the other component to this, let's and this is the titillating thing. This is why, well, in addition to the guy being a Republican, it's getting a lot of attention is because, um, well, of the, you know, the three way part. Right. Was a was there a uh, a, 
was the wife with the woman and the guy and the guy with the woman and the woman with the woman, right? That's why people like this story. And the Democrats are going nuts again because they think it's hypocrisy. How could a mo- and she's hostile to the LGBTQ community? Well, I actually I'm pretty sure I interviewed this woman once. I never met her. I interviewed her on a, a on t- a TV, a video thing, and she was on Skype. And the whole thing with Moms for Liberty, first of all, the word liberty, liberty, liberation, liberty, freedom. You know, I keep hearing Democrats say, well, you know, Republicans want to get into the bedroom and tell you who, what you can do and who you can see and who you can love. And, you know, the, 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 right. Right. Isn't that what they, they tell us? They fear monger about Republicans. They want to intrude on what's going on in the bedroom. Uh no, we don't, actually. <laughs> we just want the kids. We just want the kids left out of it. That's it. We don't want straight people hanging around with kids who are not their children at uh, story time hour in school unless they're a trained professional. And we certainly don't want drag queens doing it. What, uh, two consenting adults? Or three consenting adults? Or four or more want to do? As a Republican, as a conservative, it doesn't. I have no. Uh, I it doesn't doesn't affect me. Does it affect you? There no no kids involved. As for the morality or whatever, that's up to them. It's not up to us. That's not up to anybody. It's a free country. You can do whatever you want to do if you're not breaking the law, and that part is not breaking the law, and it's also not even hypocritical. Liberty, moms for liberty, liberate. We like freedom. We like to we like freedom, and, we, and and part of freedom, a component of freedom, is privacy. So, we'll see what happens. You know, Republicans are particularly vulnerable uh, to accusations. The media is always looking to, for something on them, right? Democrats get away with stuff all the time that Republicans don't. And uh, so, I wonder about this. We'll see where it goes. What do you think about that one? Hey, Sandra Day O'Connor died at the age of ninety three. A great woman appointed to the Supreme Court in 1981, 82 by Ronald Reagan. He actually promised that he was going to appoint a woman to the Supreme Court, and he did. She was conservative, a a federal judge out of Arizona, I believe. She went to Stanford and uh, a great lady. I don't really remember too much about her. I was there at the White House the day she announced her retirement, though, and a lot of things happened all at once. Um, She retired. And Justice Rehnquist died. So in like the span of a couple of weeks, there were two nominations, Samuel Alito and John Roberts. Thanks a lot, Bush. (laughs) He's he's the pits, that guy. Um, But that was her last day. And she retired to take care of her husband, who was also a lawyer. And I think he was uh, he had Alzheimer's or something like that. I don't know. So uh, that was how many years ago was that? 13 years ago. Long time. Um, I also know that she was kind of sexually harassed at a Washington dinner by an ex-football player who got all drunk and started asking her like really inappropriate questions. That was a, that, that made a big, big splash. That was very unfortunate. Um, I don't know anything else about her. Stanford law school. I mentioned that, uh, rest in peace. And Hey, you ever hear the phrase sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. When is the last time you heard that though? Yeah, I, I, right. When is the last time you heard anybody say it? Anybody. 
I got to go back to Mr. Rogers, maybe. I mean, we're talking decades. That is not in the culture anymore. People don't say it anymore. I asked a kid the other day. They looked at me like I said something satanic. They had never heard such a thing. What, 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 what does that mean? Of course words can hurt you, right? Words. I hate crime. You say the wrong thing. You could be accused of who knows what. Um, we used to be bigger. We used to be better than that. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. I go back to that nut job who was harassing the guy in the halal cart, right? Now, he, I don't like him at all. He's a jerk. He's an Islamophobe, and he's harass, he was harassing that guy. But you're actually kind of allowed to verbally harass somebody, I think. I, if you are in a halal truck selling food on the street, this is New York, all right? People are going to tell you what they think from time to time, including that guy. And uh, he was arrested for saying the wrong thing. He doesn't like Islam. I don't know enough about Islam to like it or not like it. He doesn't like it. It's a free country. You're allowed to not like things. Hell, half of Hollywood, they hate Christianity and they hate Judaism. That seems to flourish. Right? Where's the hate, where are the hate crime charges for them? I routinely feel harassed about that. I don't want anybody charged with a hate crime if it's just speech. If it's just words. I, and also, hate crime does seem a bit, I don't know, superfluous. If you are if you hurt somebody, that's kind of, isn't the hate implied? Isn't the hate already there? Nobody talks about chip on the shoulder. That guy's got a real chip on the shoulder. You know why? Because everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Everybody is looking to be offended. If you are offended, what does that mean? It can be monetized. It can be, uh, you can get power from it. All kinds of things. So you don't stand out anymore. Like, that guy has a chip on his shoulder, always spoiling for a fight, always getting his feelings hurt and getting a... Everybody's like that. Everybody. Have you ever heard of the phrase, uh, from the river to the sea? From the river to the sea. That means, it sounds benign, it's not. That means the genocide, the eradication of Israel. Um, There was a lady with a Palestine flag in Chicago, and she's waving the flag, handing out literature, right? She's like, I don't know, 70 years old, waving this flag. And she's like... From the mountain to the sea. And some guy comes up. It's not that, you know. It's not that. Oh, okay. From the lake to the sea. It's not that either. Do you know? Do you even know what the hell that means? Yes. It means uh, freedom. And she, she just doesn't know. People don't know what the hell they're signing up for. Whether you're 70 or 20. The ignorance from these people who are supporting the terrorists, they have absolutely no idea what they're dealing with. None. Zero. And by the way, I would love for the next 20-year-old I find, I'm just going to ask him, hey, do me a favor. What's the difference between the West Bank and Gaza? I wonder what they're going to say. Hmm? Yeah. Hey, who's the president of the Palestinian Authority? Hmm? I would love to take a, I should do this. I'll take a camera and I'll go to one of those uh, rallies, one of those anti-Semite pro-terrorist rallies as a, as an undercover reporter, right? Hey, tell me your thoughts on Mahmoud Abbas. Hmm? What's the, uh, what's the proximity of West Bank to, well, I wouldn't, that would be, that would be giving them a clue. Nobody knows nothing about this stuff, by the way. <laughs> Even well informed, they're, they're all a little bit vague, a little bit hazy on this stuff. Um, Sandra, hello. Oh, hello. 
I, I watched the debate last night, and I was very, very, you know, I definitely know who I thought did better. I think Ron DeSantis did much better. He attacked right away. He was comfortable. He was factual. He was serious. But I did notice there's no need for him to smile. I, I don't think that works for him because every time he smiled, it just took away from his his personality. I think if you're not a smiling person, that's okay. You don't have to be one. He could be not that smiley type. He was genuine. I felt he was trust. He would I would trust him much more than uh, Gavin. I mean, he on the other hand, he lacked humility. I think that uh, he was disingenuous. He was nasty. Uh, he actually called Ron DeSantis a liar at times. He also had a smile that I couldn't stand, a horrible fake kind of salesman's smile. He was very fast on his feet. He had very phony, trained political answers. I'll give him that. But I wouldn't try. And, you know, you always think he's so good looking. I'll be honest with you. I looked at him differently last night because of how you feel. He, he's not my type. I would prefer Ron DeSantis instead of him. But, you um, would, huh? You would date he, Ron DeSantis over, right, if you were choosing. Look, I agree with you for the most part, although DeSantis was pretty uncomfortable, even when he wasn't smiling. He's just weird. I'm sorry. He's just – I don't think he was comfortable. I think he's better. I think he knows his stuff, but his manner is just off. And you could say, well, what does that have to do with anything? You know what? I'm sorry. The presidency, a big chunk of it is ceremonial. A big chunk of it is not just who you are. It's what you are. It's how you say it. I mean, I give Joe Biden a hard time all the time for the, you know, the gibberish that comes out of his mouth and his demeanor and his, you know, I, I, you got to be, you got to be good at that stuff. And he's not. I'm sorry. Sandra, thank you very, very much. Oops, I'm almost out of time. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. This is The Greg Kelly Show. George Santos is not the person he offered to voters. He didn't work where he said he did. He didn't go to school where he said he did. He's far from rich. He isn't Jewish. And his mother was not in the South Tower during 9-11. All right. Ah. I still say give the guy a break. Now, that is pretty bad, that whole part. Did he say that his mother was in the South Tower when she was actually in another country? Well, a lot of people accuse him of uh, of saying that. So I'm like, all right, if he really said that and it's been proven that she wasn't there, I'm going to have a problem. And we're going to have a problem, me and George. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, there's no, there's no record of him ever saying that. Doesn't seem like he said it. 
seems like somebody wrote it on his campaign website. And it wasn't like I lost my mother. It's like George Santos lost his mother. Somebody else may have written that. And that's a big difference. You can write anything on a web page, trillions of pages on the web page. I would submit that it's very possible that somebody else wrote it. It's also very possible that nobody in the district who voted for George Santos voted for him because of that or not because of that. They didn't know about that. Nobody goes to these websites. Uh, let's see here. And also, nobody voted for him because he was a graduate of Baruch College. He said he was a graduate of Baruch College. He wasn't a graduate of Baruch College. He admits that. He admits that he lied about it. He lied to the committee in Nassau County because he said he would not have gotten the nomination with He's not the first person to lie on a resume. So, and he does say he said that out loud. And, uh, well, what are you going to do? I, uh, I don't know. Oh, but here's a lie. Here's a really serious lie. And this guy's still a U.S. senator, and no one wants to kick him out. He's a U.S. senator from our area. Richard Blumenthal. Danang Dick. As President Trump calls him. Why? Because Democrat Senator Richard Blumenthal claims he served in Vietnam when he didn't. This is stolen valor. Stolen valor. The worst kind of theft. Cut 21. We have learned something very important since the days that I served in Vietnam. And you exemplify it. Whatever we think about the war, whatever we call Afghanistan. Did you hear what he said? Okay, let me tell you something. He got, he enrolled in the Marine Corps during Vietnam in a special part of the Marine Corps at the time, the Marine Corps Reserves. Who got into the Marine Corps Reserves? People who did not want to go to Vietnam. Yeah, it was a way to avoid service in Vietnam. He did not want to go. What did he say? This is March of 2008, back when he's running for the Senate. Running for the Senate. He wants people to like him. I know, one more time, Dick, Denang, Dick, cut 22. We have learned something very important since the days that I served in Vietnam. You hear that? That's classic stolen valor. That's a thousand times worse than anything I've heard so far yet about the Santos, quite frankly. You were in Vietnam. You were in a war zone. When you did everything you could to stay out of the war zone? I got a real problem with that, Denang Dick. Back to these phony Republicans. Who's this guy? Michael Guest, Republican of Mississippi, cut 23. We know that Mr. Santos lied about his religious faith when he said he was Jewish. And then later when called out, said he meant to say he was Jew-ish. <laughs> that is a very New York thing, right? No, I didn't say I'm Jewish. I said I'm Jewish, kind of Jewish. Well, people have been known to boast about, you know, Kiss me, I'm Irish, even when they're not Irish. Everybody's got a little Italiano in them, right? Let's see here. Do me a favor, real quick. Wesley Clark, cut 24. Wesley Clark, cut 24. How are you on supporting Israel? Please tell me you really support I Israel. I do really support Israel. You know, my father was Jewish. Well, happy holiday to you. Thank you. Wesley Clark, superstar over there on CNN, lying about being Jewish. No problem. Listening to the Greg Kelly Show. Until recently, I could not unequivocally claim that I was one of those Irish Americans. 
But now, if you believe the Corrigan brothers, there's no one more Irish than me. Yeah, Obama, everybody runs around, you know, playfully proclaiming some sort of, whether it's Irish blood or Italian blood or, you know, whatever. It's a, you do it, it's a camaraderie kind of thing. It's a feel-good thing. And I think it was the same when when uh, uh, Santos was talking about that stuff. Whatever it is, you don't get thrown out of Congress. You don't get thrown out of Congress because a couple of guys on some committee think, think you did something wrong. What about all the people that voted for him? This is a democracy. This is you get rid this a constitutional republic. They voted for this guy. Um, well, it doesn't really matter. They don't. No, no, no. They would vote him out if they could. No, it doesn't work that way. They voted them in for two years. I have a feeling uh, Santos is going to do something pretty big now. Might get a big Netflix show. Might be. I'm not. I'm a little bit surprised, but I know a bunch of uh, well uh, women in their 20s, who are, like, totally fascinated by the guy. They think he should be the next Doseki beer, you know, most interesting man in the world. Remember that spokesman? Well, I never thought it was that interesting. I don't know what that shtick was all about. It didn't make me any more likely to drink Doseki beer, uh, the most interesting man in the world. Uh, and they don't even run those commercials. They fired that guy, too. He lived in the Bronx. He was a, he was, I actually met him once. He was a decent man. Um, and I've got one more example of somebody exaggerating. Well, Wesley Clark. Wesley Clark. I played that a moment ago. Should we do it again? No, nah, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, we already did that. We already did that. We already did this. Oh, finally, 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 finally. I got to go back to uh, Clay. Clay Higgins. Giving it. Giving it really hard to the director of the FBI. Did you know that there were FBI agents dressed as MAGA supporters? waiting for the crowd to arrive on January 6th. Apparently there were, cut 27. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being opened? Very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people? No, we did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters position the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my... Not to share information. Director Ray, gentlemen's time has expired. Ray was so busted and so mad that he was busted. I have to be very careful here. I can't give away. You can't... It should be a no. And all that crap about not... It's... it. The day is over, Right. I've seen press conference after press conference where the FBI is bragging about all the undercover officers they used. And they talk. They have TV shows about it. I found an FBI direct uh, FBI agent on duty talking about the ins and outs of all the undercover work he did. Uh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait until the public learns the full truth about January 6th. Hey, you want a scam report? It's actually a, probably a thousand times more serious than anything in the uh against Santos that that what's really fraudulent is the January 6th report 500 pages of exaggeration lies distortions no rebuttal it is amazing and I've got some there are provable lies so many provable lies Cassidy Hutchinson I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be dealing with that matter um, before the end of the year all right Barbara hello hi hi Greg I um 
I'm listening to everything you say, and I am very d- disappointed about Santos being taken out of the seat he was elected to. Um, we're innocent in this country till proven guilty, except I don't know if there are Republicans here who really consider this. It looks like virtue signaling to me. So in other words, Democrats, don't point your finger at us and say we're hypocrites because look what we're doing. We're cleaning our own house. Meanwhile, we do not insist that you clean yours. It's it's yeah. Yeah, I know. Wow. I'm so glad you're on the side. You know, the, the Santos thing. That's a real uh, that really that really pains me, you know. But hey, some of our heroes stood up, you know, Gates, Higgins. Hey, even the speaker, Speaker Johnson voted against expulsion. Man, I like that guy. Barbara, final word. Yes. Well, Golda Meir said. If the Arabs put down their guns today, there would be no more violence. If the Jews put down their guns today, there would be no more Israel. Oh, my God. What a wise woman. <laughs> wow. What a statement. What a state. What else do you know about Golda Meir? I got to see that movie, Golda. There's a movie about her. I know that she was the prime minister of Israel. She was a you know, real tough, tough lady. Um, what else? Yes. Well, that that's really all I know. I was a kid. You were less than a kid when she was in office. But I remember looking at her and just she was very stern looking and yet grandmotherly and just so wise in the things that she would say and, and that she would do. And um, so, yes, I would like to see the movie, too, because the things she said back in the 1960s are still true today and maybe even more so. And another thing that is true today that wasn't true years ago, Edward Everett said, education is a better safeguard of liberty than a standing army. Now, he was a pastor, a politician, and an educator back in the early 1800s. And what he said was true. Education is a better safeguard of liberty than a standing army, unless your educational system has been twisted into lies and distortions and used as a weapon against the truth. Yep, totally. Barbara, thank you very, very much. You know, I am so worried about... uh... My daughters and the world they're entering, you know, they are so good right now. One and three, but uh, gosh, they're uh, and the school they're in is great. The school really is great, but what's in store for them and college and the rest and society? What age will they be when they start turning on their old man? Do you think that's going to happen? I pray it's not going to happen. I just, uh, gosh, they're so beautiful and innocent and sweet. Except when uh, Annalise is beating up her little sister, which happens quite a bit, unfortunately. Barbara, thank you. Uh, Are we going to be guided to peace by Anthony Blinken? I don't think so. Cut six. The way Israel defends itself matters. It's imperative that Israel act in accordance with international humanitarian law and the laws of war. That means taking more effective steps to protect the lives of civilians including by clearly and precisely designating areas and places in southern and central Gaza where they can be safe and out of the line of fire. Israel has Stay the, most the hell out of it, Tony! One of the most sophisticated militaries in the world. It is capable of neutralizing the threat posed by Hamas while minimizing harm to innocent men, women, Can and you children. believe that and this has guy has the same so. job that Henry oh. Kissinger had? <laughs> Just like, this is what we get. Henry Kissinger, that guy was tough. And smart. Tony? Tony? Even the name is weak. Sorry. 
Well, it's not weak. It's fine to be named Tony, but he's named, I don't know. He's, sorry. Everything about the guy I don't like. His name is fine. Uh, I shouldn't be picking on that kind of stuff. That's superficial. And beneath me, Mike, hello. Oyster Bay, Mike. That Mike. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey we have our two late stuff. Hello? Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say about the Hannity um, in the uh, debate? I think that uh, he was trying to hurt Trump with that. I think Fox is trying to hurt Trump. They're trying to make it look like uh, Lincoln-Douglas debates or something. These guys are not presidential candidates, and hopefully never will be. I, I, I was totally against it. I didn't watch it. You know, you may be onto something. Uh, Fox is trying to undermine Trump because the boss over there, the Murdochs, they, for whatever reason, have a beef with Trump. And uh, they did in 20, they do. They did in 16, and they want to take him out. They're very uncomfortable with him for a lot of reasons, including a lot of the on-air, on-air hosts. I don't know about Hannity personally, but you may be honest something. They want to elevate. They, they've been trying to elevate DeSantis for a while, and it just isn't working. And now they're really trying to push Haley, Nikki Haley. Uh, I don't think that, well, that may work. That may work. I mean, in the, in the race for second place. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, in the race for second place. I, uh, yeah. Hey, Liz, you got something to say. Hello in Yonkers. Um, Golda Meir is a member of the UFT. She was a teacher in New York City. No kidding. You sure about that? When? What did she teach? No, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. You can look it up. You can't I'm- call the radio station with information that isn't confirmed? Heard that she was a member of this the is US. some look. You can't call with these half baked rumors. You can get in trouble for that. I think it's a half baked rumor, Liz. You I'm sorry, you, uh, Liz, Liz. You can't call with something. Uh, here I am about to. You're on the you're on the radio right now. This is a big, big, big deal. You say that she was a head of the UFT, a member of the UFT, and she taught in New York City. I'm going to have to check it out. We're also going to have to get your phone number because there are penalties involved when you call the TV station and radio station with false information. Thank you, Liz. But sorry, you're on, you're, you're on probation here. One more. Susan, hello. Oh, yeah, Greg, hi. A couple days ago you were speaking about, you know, your feelings that – uh, we're headed towards a uh, depression economically. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to say that I've been following this um, economist, E.J. Antoni from the Heritage Foundation. He really lays out just its basic math. And this is not what we think is going to happen. In 2023, um, the anticipated revenues that the Treasury would um, received were uh, that estimate was five trillion. <laughs> it came in at four point four trillion. That's six hundred billion less. Uh-huh. Now at the same time, our interest rates. Oh gosh! All right, just tell me the bottom. What's the bottom line? Okay, the bottom line is that if we have four point four trillion and we spent, by the way, six point six trillion, that's two trillion in deficit that will go on and on and the interest just on our debt bloomberg says is going to be one trillion dollars next year because interest rates are going up our debt is going up astronomically we are headed over a cliff that we will not be able all right to- you're freaking me um- out calm down jeez Whew. you know steve forbes was in here today uh Master, he didn't. He didn't seem all that worried. Look, I am worried. I didn't read this uh, this guy's article, but I did walk down the street the other day, and all the stores were closed, and it kind and the lights were off. And I know we've been dealing with that for a long time, 
and it kind of spooked me, literally and figuratively. Hey, I'm going through this. I don't think Golda Meir uh, was a teacher in New York City. Uh, looks like she spent some time in Milwaukee, and uh, that means uh, our friend from Yonkers, you could be in some big trouble with this fake information you call the radio station with. So, yikes, be careful when you call in here, all right? I'm just kidding. I don't know why I said that, but it seems I just, I just, I don't know. But I can't find any reference to New York. Uh, her dad worked in New York for a while. Uh, Golda Meir, yeah, she was a great leader of Israel during the war. And um, let's just call her a, a handsome woman, right? A handsome woman. You don't hear that as much as you used to. She was a handsome woman, and she commanded respect from both Democrats and Republicans. Richard Nixon got a big kick out of her. She was strong. Henry Kissinger, I think she's on some of those White House tapes. And the more I hear about her, the more I like her. I want to get to know more about her. And get this! Oh, never mind. I thought we had the same birthday. Her husband was born on my birthday, not her. Oh, all right. All right, I still want to know. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. This is the Greg Kelly Show. Not that I care, but this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing is fake, is totally and completely fake. I would have figured out a lot earlier, but I don't care. So I never really focused on it. But uh, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't grab the remote control and I would have changed the channel, but they were on. So I was just found myself looking at them and listening to them. And I'm like, wait a second. There is absolutely no chemistry between these two. Taylor Swift, the singer, and Travis Kelsey, uh, the football player on some team. Um they, this is a marketing job. This is total fake news. It's just for publicity. And why? Why do they want to do it? Some guy, and it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. This Travis Kelsey was out there actively pushing the vaccine, right? The vaccine. He was making those stupid commercials for, who was it, for Pfizer, for uh, uh, Motorola. I don't know. One of those companies that makes the drugs, not Motorola. Pfizer. And what was the other one? Johnson and John, one of those places. And you know what? Somebody once came to me and said, hey, could we take your picture and make a little video of you getting the vaccine? I said, number one, I don't know if I'm going to get the vaccine. Number two, if I do, uh, that's my business. And I don't want to have it on my conscience that I told somebody to get the vaccine and they dropped dead. Right? And then they, they, they actually said, well, you don't actually have to take the vaccine. Just per, you know, It's just important that you get the message out. I said... I will I will ignore this uh, ethical lapse on your part. Um, this is <laughs> this was some guy with a nonprofit, and he thought he could be all cute, and he was trying to help and whatever. But no, and uh, I didn't push the vaccine. I actually got it. I had strange dreams, even weirder than normal: mumps, chills, uh, hot flashes, sweats. It was awful. Absolutely awful, um, but I did it twice. I got the damn booster, whatever. My wife, any, I, you know, but that's on me. That's my business, and uh, some people give me a hard time about it. That's like me giving somebody a hard time who didn't get it, and I don't do that. 
I, it, it's totally between you and your doctor, or between you and your wife, or just you. I don't care. You do you. So, uh, but Travis Kelsey made a mistake by, you know, he's just a jock. He's just a lunkhead. You know what I mean? I'm sorry if that's dismissive, but, you know, let's face those football guys. What I don't like about the football players, especially the pros, and even the pro baseball players, with some exceptions, Mariano Rivera is one of the sweetest, kindest gentlemen I've ever met in my life. He is just amazing. But so many of these other guys, they've been heroes since the age of 12, right? Because the guys who make the majors are the best. Yeah, and they were the best very early on. So their heads and, you know, big man, all that stuff. Homecoming king, you know the type. And sometimes you get a nice guy. Joe Griffith, guy I went to high school with, he was the homecoming king. He had all that stuff, and he was really one of the greatest guys. To this day, I really appreciate He had such a mature temperament. And he was, you know, only 15 or whatever he was. And uh, just a natural-born leader. Great guy. So where the hell was I going? Oh, yeah. It's fake. Do you agree? Anybody agree? I think it's totally fake. It's just to change the subject on him and the vaccine uh, that dopey. And uh, you can tell. You can t- When you see them together, I can tell from the guy. She may be into him, but he is definitely not into you, Taylor. Um, sorry. It happens. Um Hello, Peggy. I'm finally here. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to say, if we give a pass for for George Santos, we should have given. That was a mistake they made back with Biden. They gave him a pass, and look what we got: a bunch of lies again. Wait a second. I don't understand. They didn't give a pass to George Santos. They kicked him out. No. That's what I mean. If they gave him a pass, just like they did with Biden, a liar is usually a liar. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. You're wrong on this one, okay? And politics especially. And how do you actually establish a lie? You know, how do you actually do that? Who's going to tell us the truth? The ethics committee? A bunch of career politicians are going to tell me what the truth is? The media? The New York Times is going to tell us what the truth is? And we're going to gauge off of what they say. Did you read the 55-page ethics report, Peggy? No, but I don't. I, I I knew it. I just knew it. Nobody did. Even the people who voted him out didn't read it. I read the damn thing. I actually read this crap. And there, it is just like Clay Higgins said. It was all emotion. These guys were all emotional. Usually, it's the other way around. The prosecutors are about the facts. And the defense, they have to play these emotional tricks. But it was the other way around. The defense were all about the facts. And the prosecution, <coughs> they were pushing the emotional stuff. So, Peggy, <coughs> I, I say it the other way. Excuse me. Everything that they accused uh, George Santos of, Biden is actually guilty of and still doing. He's still lying about his civil rights. He marched with the civil rights. No, he didn't. And he had apologized that for 1988, but he still says he marched them. At least George Santos, I got the sense that he knew how to correct. He would correct. You know, he would he would improve. He wanted to improve. Anyway, Peggy, we agree, we disagree, but that's okay. <coughs> Yikes! What the hell is the matter? Uh, pardon me. Moderna is that the one that Travis Kelsey did the uh, commercial for? He should stick to football. I gotta go. Bad. Uh, 
Sorry, everybody. Oh, man. What a way to end the week. Am I sick? You know how you feel it in your throat? You can feel the cold like that. You're sitting there fine, and I think I might have a situation here. I can still taste stuff. I had COVID, and I knew because I couldn't taste anything for about a day and a half. It wasn't a big deal, but um, even with the vaccine, huh? Have a great weekend. Happy December.